G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our weekly update. Yes. Another big week in the Eurovision sphere, Dale. Massive, actually. I remember at the start of the season, we were like, well, there won't be as many national finals. <laughs> Maybe it'll a little be a bit quiet. Definitely not the case. A lot is going on. There is so much going on, you know, artists coming out, uh, songs, and obviously live national finals. So I think we should dive straight into it. Yeah, let's get started. Let's get started with what happened here this morning, Australian time. Let's talk about Melody Grand Prix out of Norway, Dale. You're leading us on this one. Yeah, talk us, well... Talk us through what happened. Yeah, up, up at 4.50am as usual. It was the second semi-final of Norway's Melody Grand Prix. Started with a bang last week. We were... Thinking it might be a whimper, but oof, we had a pretty good winner. Um, and the winner was Rayleigh with Hero. So she won her battle against Daniel Owen in the final. Um, Michael, what did you think about this song from Ray Lee and yeah. the performance? Oh, well, I mean, we'll get on to uh, probably the moment later. But uh, <laughs> look, generally from Ray Lee this morning, and it was probably the big favourite to win this semi-final. let's be honest. First half of the performance I thought was really solid. Everything I expected from this performance, heavily uh, 80s inspired in its mm. choreography and the way it was shot. Um, but yeah, obviously there was the moment towards the end of the song. And uh, yeah, look, deserved, deserved winner completely. Yeah, so that moment, for those who didn't see it, really, I think, just won it for her, even though she was pretty much going to win it anyway on the song alone. Mm -hmm. um, but she um, basically did the flash dance moment, sitting on a chair, pulled down that toilet chain, <laughs> and a whole bunch of water fell on oh, her. Fingers crossed it's water. Uh, <laughs> with a big, big sort of hose and just, like, perfectly flash dance. It was like... It, like I think we gasped. Yeah, I don't think we screamed, but I was pretty close to it. It was uh, one of the best moment I would say of national final so far for sure, and yep. probably will be of the entire season. It was good, wasn't it? Because halfway through, I was like, you know what, this is fine, this is okay, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Because in the studio, I did think the '80s production was almost. Um, uh, saturating her because I like her she's really likable and there was something a bit I felt a bit mm, I don't know cliche about it because mm -hmm. I like 80s inspired but don't make it a parody almost yeah but I don't think I, I felt it was more about her in this performance and the epitome of that was like soaking yourself mm -hmm. um, <laughs> for the love of art and everything 80s and uh, the song is but even the backing dancers, but a Dua Lipa kind of look there yeah. as well. So it wasn't always this big 80s, like, smash it out. There was a contemporaneous in parts of it mm -hmm. until, obviously, the flash dance moment. I will agree with that. Um, one thing I will ask, and I want to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. Do you think that whole moment would work better in a one-off national final than a semi-final? Because now everyone's seen it. You know what I mean? Like, even in Norway, when she comes on in the final, they're going to go, oh, this is the woman that does the flash dance bit. Yeah. The surprise is gone. 
Yeah, it'll you be know what I mean. Like yeah, it, it, it wasn't it, as good the second time. Yeah, missed the camera shot a little bit. You know. Yeah, but the audience jumps up massively. MGP finals, a really big event. Norway wouldn't make a difference if she did make it to Eurovision. Again, the audience jumps up massively for the grand final. Though I think news gets out, like I feel like zero gravity got affected by that because the surprise was done, mm-hmm. um, and it was a big news item. Um, don't think this is at that level, but I get where you're coming from. Yeah. The stick is out. Yeah, and- exactly. Exactly. Without it, maybe it's not as strong as that moment was. Mm. It okay. definitely isn't as strong as that moment. Well, we'll see her in the grand final. She thoroughly deserves to be there. Second year in a row that she's got through head-to-head battles. She's taken out four artists now in two years. Well, good stuff. So good on her. She's she's brilliant. Really likable. And I love that towel and bathrobe afterwards. Isn't she adorably likable? Like, yeah. she just really is. Seems very genuine and, yeah, really, really nice. Well, she beat Daniel Owen in the final with Psycho. What did you think of that entry, Michael? From the very get-go, I can't say I was overly keen on the song itself, but I thought his performance this morning was really, and I'm going to use the word competent, it was very slick, Mm. the whole choreography, his vocal I thought was really, really good in what is a pretty challengingly, uh, you know, challenging song for a vocal. So look, I thought he did well. It's probably not my cup of tea, that song, but yeah, well done to him. I thought he did an exceptional job. Yeah, it felt in that very that range of very competent, well done, tick the boxes. Very if there's scandy performance, if there's jury, you're probably yeah. going to get good scores, but it maybe doesn't set you up. You know your pulse rate uh, racing. Uh, we I asked you actually um, earlier today where would that finish in a melody festival and um, semi final, and it was like not quite Andre Hansen, maybe just missing out. And I'm thinking a fifth or sixth in a in a mellow, in a mellow uh, semi final. That and one. well, look, that's great considering this is a head to head battle, and mm-hmm. he's just missed, but it was really good. Um, a favorite of ours was Maria Solheim. Um, she went up against Rayleigh first up, so that was always a tough gig. Her song Nord Lisette. Uh, what did you think of that? Loved it. I loved every minute of it. First of all, I loved the song. Mm. I think it's a delightful little song, and I thought the staging was really, really well done and appropriate for the song. You know, she was sitting on her, we're assuming it was a toadstool. Mushroom Mushroom toadstool thing. That was quite a nice little effect. (laughs) The whole thing was really well done. I loved the way she was styled. Um, Look, I'm going to put it out there. The biggest issue I have with the Melody Grand Prix semifinals is this drawing of duels. This should have been in the final two. For me, personally, and I think it just shows the the weakness of this whole random draw. But anyway, she probably wouldn't have beaten Rayleigh, so it's all, you know, moot point in the end, isn't it? Exactly. I I, I see where you're coming from, because I think think it would have been an interesting battle between Maria and Daniel. Um, Very different styles, and I think it Mm. would have been close. Um, I personally really liked um, this song and the entry. I thought her staging was just delightful, Mm. beautiful, and it really matched the song and it brought it to life, and you know it got a lot of stars from the staging from the Norwegian audience. Good stuff. Um, she's probably not, she's probably not going to get the wild card for that extra person, hmm. but I love the song and I love the staging. It'll go down as one of these um, brilliant songs that, oh, for us anyway, that didn't get through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame. I hope there's something like that in the final because you need diversity in the in the final. So yeah. Yeah, let's see what the other other artists bring who've made it pre-qualified and the fourth and final person who lost out to daniel in the um head-to-head was two-time eurovision competitor ketil stokan with my life is okay was it okay (laughs) 
Yeah, it was. Look, it, he kicked off the show, and it was okay. You know, <laughs> it was fine. It, it is what it is. It, it is what it says on the tin. You know, um, look, real old school song, and I thought their interpretation of it, particularly with the zoom background, was such a juxtaposition. You know, you've probably got the the key, one of the key components of our modern lives, with this real veteran performer and and, and mm. a kind of you know real sort of you know, vintage kind of song almost. So that was a nice juxtaposition. Great to see those types of performers on stage. You know, Melody Festival does it quite a bit. It's nice to see the um, Norwegians, you know, wheeling him out. I don't, I don't mean that in a nice way. <laughs> no, look, I, we said this last week. Nice to have, or oh, uh, maybe in the comments or something. But legacy performance is good. I think you get that situation where, like, you know, he gets a showcase. He's a two-time Eurovision competitor, a bit mm. of a legend in Norway. He had his time in the sun for three minutes tonight mm-hmm. or this morning. Uh, so good on him. Uh, I did think the Zoom versus Sax kind of 80s, early 90s vibe was a bit weird. Oh. It was a bit like people watching Eurovision again, okay. <laughs> like in a stage show. The thing that the <laughs> thing that got me is when he appeared on the Zoom. I know. Because I'm like, okay, now you've just ruined. I, I could kind of believe that these people are watching live and getting along with that. And now you're on there, so, nah, mate. This is a bit yeah. Inception, um, <laughs> crossed with slightly problematic yeah, hand maybe, symbols. Maybe he was there. All right. Well, there's also a band. Um, well, not a boy band. I would call it a man band. <laughs> it was <laughs> Stamvanger Kamera Tene. Um, they had their song Ban Doms Gata. So um, they performed. They're pre-qualified for the final. Made up of former The Voice, Idol and X Factor winners or great performers from there and they've been very successful in Norway um, mm. so understandably why they got their pre-qualified based on their I guess popularity what about the song though that you heard this morning woeful um, <laughs> is in one word no look uh, the song <laughs> the song for me it doesn't do much for me at all I thought as far as the staging very uncreative there was nothing really new there and I've written here sounded like four soloists that need to rehearse more just vocally, it didn't mix. It, look, I'm shrugging my shoulders why they pre-qualified and Rayleigh didn't, to be honest. But um, look, you know, it's just a showcase of the song. They've got plenty of time to polish that up and take it to another level when they get to the grand final because they're going to need to because that was really pretty bad, to be honest. Was that too blunt? <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't not impressed, no. I must say. Um, but I remember Diedrich and his brother, I forget mm. his name, um, for, Emil, Emil, I think it was, <laughs> the <laughs> other one. Um, <laughs> Diedrich's brother. Diedrich's brother. Um, so they weren't not good in the first show, and they were actually really good in the, in the final. They, they were a little ropey on their vocals the first time, so definitely. Look, so. And there must be something about when you come as a pre-qualified artist, a pressure with that, like, you know, you, you should be better than everybody here, and they obviously weren't. Mm-hmm. I think they were probably down with Kettle today um, I probably would have put a vote for him before that song I thought that was yeah, not good I didn't think it was good at all so I hope they left for the final because you don't want to take a position away from like put Maria in mm. put Yawn in um, yeah so they've, they've got to lift for that final yeah but would, I still think there's hope you would hope so alright also this morning entertaining us was Lithuania with Babandom Esnjau we got a winner out of heat number two this is Gibrasi with Where Do You Wanna Go? Where do you wanna go? Said I don't care at all As long as I'm with you I wouldn't exactly.
exactly say it was the star-studded heat this morning, but um, I think we got the right winner with this one. 12 from the jury, 12 from the public, so they agreed there. Nice little contemporary song I've got here. Good vocal. The whole thing was very solid and cohesive, and ultimately, you know, nothing too groundbreaking, but it got into the top of the pile. That's how I kind of uh, interpret this morning's performance. What about yourself? There was, there was an immediate quality. Um, I only first saw it in the recap, and I was like, immediately, I like that. We watched it afterwards because we watched Norway this morning. Mm-hmm. And I, I was I was impressed um, without being blown away. Uh, I think it was well done. It gave me this kind of, I guess, you know, the Lewis Capaldi light Brit sound in a way. Man doing a bit of a mid-tempo to ballady power thing. Um, I think I had, um, I was a bit like, with the car references, they were done over the top, <laughs> running right. out of gas, being towed away. Yeah. Like, there's nothing Got wrong it. with a metaphor, but, <laughs> like, as Ida Maria said, she even ran out of metaphors in Scandi Love a couple of years ago. Um, he didn't run. He was just beating those metaphors to death. Yeah. So, look, li- li- lyrics-wise, not great. But overall, not a bad package. I can see why it won. Look, public enjoyed it. To be honest, public vote this morning, he won the tally vote. 868 votes won it, and nobody else got close. The next one didn't even get out of 500. So I'm not sure if the people of Lithuania have switched off, but they probably weren't too keen on semi-final two this morning. Or Sorry, heat two. Let's talk about the other pre-qualifiers. Fifth place was Eister Broken Leg. What did you think of her performance there, Doug? Do you have much to say about Eister? Well, compelling, like when yes. you watch like an art performance and mm. that use of that mini keyboard. It was the world's smallest keyboard she ever used. It kind of sounded like when she went to go and use it, like when our cats crawl over the keyboard <laughs> that we've got on when it's on and just make a couple of noises and then we just went back to things. Um, but I was compelled. Yeah, I thought it was simple and ambient, I've written here as well. So I quite enjoyed that ambient, Dale. Right. Yeah, very good. <laughs> uh, fourth place went to Nobertas with his Man in Need. He looked like he was in need of a stylist at one point. I don't know. I was too blown away by this one. It was all pretty simple. The song was, I'm going to say here, almost catchy, that song, but uh, not the strongest vocal I've ever heard. On I one. really liked it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was like had a great little pop sensibility about it. It was catchy. I think he was trying to perform it really well. Um, like he sold it. He's, he did the best he could. I thought mm. his vocal was fine. I don't know if it's the cameraman in Lithuania or the artist, but they keep missing the shots. Like he'll turn and then the camera will turn like a second <laughs> later or the other way around. I, mean, I think it's the cameraman because there's a few artists, but I thought he did a good job. I okay. liked it. Fair enough. He's through to the semifinal next week. Third place went to Evita Kololo. Um, she had the very jazzy-influenced song, wore a dreadful dress, and also did the phone, like part of it was in portrait mode, which drove us absolutely insane. Mm. What, what did you think of her? I actually didn't mind this because I thought she did a good song. It was that jazzy kind of number. Mm. Remember that song, that one in Eastin Lao last year? It reminded me a little bit of that, not as good. But I like the kind of like influencer into the phone thing with the like yeah. I mean, the light it, ring and all that kind of stuff. At least it changed it up. Like yeah. everybody else was just, here's me with the bare stage and some lights. Totally. I mean, yeah. I thought it was a bit naff, but it was something. <laughs> yeah, it was right. something to keep me interested to a point. Good stuff. The last of the qualifiers we'll talk about quickly is Gabrielis Vagelis. He got there with My Man. Um, obviously, we were big fans of his song last year. Mm-hmm. What do you think of his song this year, Doug? Oh, I think it's a little bit of last year light hmm. uh, and in English. There's some similarities, yeah. um, but it certainly isn't as, as, as 
as powerful as last year's song, but I do really like it. And it's more accessible in a way because it is in English, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, his performance today was really good. His vocal was good. His Burberry, I'm not sure if it's Burberry or knockoff Burberry down the market. I, I think it's Bucket pretty hat. knockoff Burberry. Bucket <laughs> yeah, hat, that one. <laughs> yeah, I've seen them down those markets. Um, yeah, the bucket hat thing, not sure about that, but we mm. we don't really agree with his fashion choices most and of the time. I put, I've written here his trademark styling which with, <laughs> with question marks. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, because that styling, it looked like some bloke that was going to sell you a watch at the pub or something. When he walk up, to be like, Governor, need a Rolex. You know, you can imagine him saying that. Anyway, well, he's through to next week's semi-final. Now, is there any others we want to talk about? A couple, I think. Do we want to touch on Sunday afternoon? Yes, please. <laughs> she finished six. Now, it is uh, the 2014 artist. That went to Eurovision, mm-hmm. Vilia. I yep. can't really pronounce her last name. I'm sorry. Um, well, it featured a lot of interactive dance here. Um, very Lithuanian. Very Lithuanian as a performance. What do you think of this one? Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> I loved it. It looked like he was going to perform the Heimlich maneuver on her at one point or something. <laughs> oh gosh what's going on so they're basically two of them were like in time with dancers and Mm. the arms would come up you know that kind of like trick where you pretend to be the arms of the other person but it was in a contemporary dance thing Mm. I mean he did he did mount her (laughs) literally (laughs) literally she was carrying him literally was carrying him and you know he did mount her Um, and so look I thought it was really compelling. I Mm. thought the song was really interesting. And I'm really disappointed that I didn't get through because you've got to be memorable people. And that was memorable. I remember that. How could you not remember that? And Kyriakos, who is covering it for us, he was just like, that's the shock for him. He was like, that's the one. He just thought it was really good. The performance was great. And I just think we we speak for, I mean, obviously not the Lithuanian people, but the rest (laughs) of the world saying, can you put some of these interesting acts through? Yeah. Keep us compelled, not just some boring, boring song that's not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And the last one I guess we want to touch on this morning was Gabrielle with her song Freedom. Such a lovely little song. It had this easy, breezy feel to it and everything. And then, for me, totally misstaged. We came in almost monochrome kind of colours and it was all very dark. I mean, she did pep it up with a couple of dancers towards the end, but totally misstaged you had this song that sounded one way and a visual that completely looked another so i don't know i was throwing my hands up in the air on that one yeah the video was this beautiful same-sex relationship of her and they were like in a v-dub camper Camper van going around being lovely and light and breezy and whatever and then this went to this almost like are you wearing a lab coat covered in tape (laughs) or straight jacket or something Mm. and i got the metaphor about being free and you don't have to be literal like in terms of a coming out thing like here's i'm gonna kiss this girl um hello finland 2013 but you can at least show it i don't know i matched that video because the video was really strong i thought and she just missed out and maybe that's why she did possibly well, we also had an interval act. I guess we need to talk about these guys. This is The Roop with Discotech. There's no one here and I don't care. I feel it's safe to dance alone. Let this go big right at my home. It is okay to dance alone. Dance alone, dance alone, dance alone, dance alone. I got the moves. It's Well, I'm going to kick us off on this one. I thought this was excellent. 
Mm. Really, really solid from no, no, beyond solid. This was really, really good from the Roop. Um, the the audio, the visual, everything sort of matched. I'm going to be honest. Um, I found on fire last year a little bit annoying. This one, I don't. I actually think this is better. This is a better song for me. Um, I've been also very vocal about the dangers of these returning artists not meeting expectations, and I think this is the first real litmus test we've had of a returning artist, particularly someone who was in the favoured group yep. last year. Yep. And I thought this is smashing it out of the park. So um, I feel sorry for the other <laughs> five or whoever are going to be in the grand final because you may as well not show up. This is wow. Wow. I, I like a lot of what they did. Um, number one, paid homage to last year in that brief thing, even with the start of the dance, pulled almost pulled that crown down. Yeah, yeah. It was, I really like that. The eyebrow moves I loved. Um, I love the use of their color yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me and the branding, um, they use yellow in the video clip. They, they are going to be like, oh, those quirky guys in yellow at the end. Uh-huh. Really strong, and that works really well. And I, I think they're gonna that staging was very similar to their video in a way. So I think we're probably gonna be looking at something similar there. Uh-huh. Um, the message is good. You know, it's very hard to get COVID messages right. You don't want to do like the infect my generation thing Eden Laney did. This is like it talks about dancing alone, talks about all that. It's kind of referencing, but you don't really think about it because it's no. fun and upbeat. We want to celebrate. We don't want to be like, oh, everything was terrible. In fact, I didn't even think of that. That yeah. you've just put it in my mind. Now. But yeah, I didn't even a, think about it's it. It's a second thought, but there's a nice meaning there when you maybe hear it a few more times as well. The dance is good. Um, it's a bit. It's a bit complicated at times. Frenetic, <laughs> yeah, and but I mean they're still kick, staying with that TikTok. It worked the first time. Yeah. It'll work again this year. Overall, really solid. I don't think it has. I know it might be less annoying, but there that says to me potentially less standout because I feel like last year had a m- bit more of a hook to hang on to. Mm-hmm. While I think maybe their overall package is better. Maybe it's all better for us who like this kind of stuff. How's it going to stand out? It just depends what other songs oh, come up. It's going but to stand out. This is very good. Yeah. This uh, is, don't get me wrong. This, this is really good. Yeah. Does it have that kind of same like that was that was that was something special last year and in Lithuania they've killed it. The game's up. It's over. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know why they're having a national final at this point <laughs> or at least three three two semifinals or whatever they've done heats and semis. Just go straight to a final. Hmm. Interesting. I thought it was. I thought it was excellent. Well done. If that's the first uh, iteration we see of this song, wow, we're in for, for a treat by the time it hits the stage at Rotterdam or remotely recorded. I think we are now off to near neighbour. Yeah, Finland. We're mm. very much in the region: Norway, Lithuania, Finland. Mm. So we have all seven songs of UMK out. They've been releasing it day by day. Only business hours, though. They didn't do the weekends. <laughs> they released two on the business hour, and then they've done the second week now, Monday to Friday. The Finnish want their weekend off, and we had the seven songs. Now, we asked the Aussie Vision team to vote, not just us two here. So we've had a good 14, 15 votes. And we have a winner from the team, and it is... Put your middle fingers up, take a shot, draw it up. So 
So that was Blind Channel with a Dark Side. Took out the win. Um, it was reasonably close, but the, it was a little, little bit ahead of the other ones there. Mm. What do you think, Michael? Are you surprised this won the vote from the team? A little. A okay. little. Um, having said that, you know, I mean, this genre, this this will have fans just simply because of the genre. It's completely different than everything else. You mm. know, you don't get much hard rock. But then again, Finland is quite synonymous with setting rock songs. Yeah. So there's a there's a pair up there. Um, look, these guys are a big rock act and they're experienced. Mm. And um, they're heavily backed by YLEX, which is the U station, pretty much their Triple J over in Finland. So these guys are, are, are going to have some momentum going in here. I know a lot of people have been talking about possibly Teflon Brothers having a following. I don't think these guys are that far behind. Um, do I... Do I breach, broach the subject? There's, yep. there's some... For me, I'm uncomfortable with some of the lyrical content in this. And it's around um, the, the subject matter of suicide. I'm going to talk about it uh, straight away. And I think if you're going to uh, talk about this subject, I think it needs to be done with a degree of sensitivity. And I'm not entirely sure this song does that. But um, that's pretty much the only thing I can massively fault on it. It sounds like aged kind of early 2000s rock but mm. maybe the kids are into that nowadays Dale who knows I do agree I think like this is done, this is really good melodic rock mm. stuff very mid 2000s reminds me of Linkin Park type mm. of sound yep been done before, but it hasn't been around for a bit. And you know what? I'd love to see more rock, and Finland's a great breeding ground for it. Um, I really like the song. It doesn't, um, with the song itself, it doesn't reference it specifically, but it pretty much does. Mm. 20, I'm not going to even mention what the yep. words say. It doesn't need to be mentioned. Um, it is a it is a problem for me. Um, for, uh, I did work in a youth mental health organization for five years. Mm-hmm. Um, we would see this sort of popular culture stuff come through. Should there be warnings? Should this be accessible to young people? Big triggers are things like method, which they discuss, mm-hmm. glorification, which I think they do. Yep. Um, and I have big issues with that. I did put it third because I think it's the second best song. But I just had to knock it down a little bit because of it. I don't think it's coming from a bad place of that certain other rock song we heard from Estonia that looks down on someone and has a power play. I think they're talking from lived experience. A lot of bands do maybe talk about these issues and it's good to talk and sing and show it through art. It's just that little level where they've stepped a little bit over, I feel. And I don't think it's from a bad... They're not doing it from a bad place. I think they're doing it from a really good place, Mm -hmm. but it can be a bit problematic. As I say, it's it's a very delicate sort of thing. And Mm. there is a... I guess there is a line, but it can also be quite a fuzzy line. Yes. And depending on your Talking about things is good. Yes. Glorifying things is bad. Exactly. And that's not always obvious about where that... And I think we're on the cusp on that song. But, you know, at the same token, good rock song. I could see that if it was to get the ticket doing not too bad at Eurovision. Just goes through with art and music. It can be great. And there's always, it's just not about that. It is lyrical content. It is what it means. And Mm. there's an element of this, but it's it's a cracking song regardless. It's really, really, really good. And the team did rank all the songs. So we'll have an article coming up on that one, won't we? We will indeed. It's a very tight race. Second, third, and fourth. Um, Axel, Teflon Brothers, mm-hmm. and Oscar. Mm-hmm. Which order? You'll wait, have to wait and see. I was surprised not to see Teflon Brothers maybe closer to um, the boys from the Blind Channel. Um, because I thought it was a race in two, but mm. not with the team. Apparently not. Apparently mm. not. 
So yes, check out aussievision.net for the article. Get the full rankings, first to seventh. The final of UMK will be on the 20th of February, European time, 21st here in Australia. Talking about Australia, we had a little snippet of news from our Eurovision artist of 2021. I mean, I mean a snippet, Michael. It was an Instagram story and it was one sentence. Some fan sites managed to make an article of it. But uh, look, there, there is some background about what's happened. But she's been had a few songs she's been trying to choose between. We've discussed it on the podcast before. We don't really know the details. Mm-hmm. But we do know from her Instagram story, she has made the decision. And she knows what the song is going to be. That's good. So that's great. We don't know release day. We don't know anything like that. But uh-huh. a decision in Montaigne's mind has been made. <laughs> Good stuff. You know what? It was so little to work on that I started staring at the picture and thinking, does that bird have anything to do with the song? Oh, my God. What I wrote down. Pa- <laughs> what about the power lines? Is this like a secret message? We're well, turning into a QAnon body podcast. I like- <laughs> honestly was looking for because I thought when the fact you took that picture, I'm like, what's in that picture? So yeah, I, there's why, clouds. That, why that image? Yes. I was thinking the galahs. There were galahs in the picture. So I thought maybe she wanted God. to do something fun. Could you imagine if Galaz was in our no, song? There's not going to be any Galaz. By the way, a Galar is a bird. It's like a pink cockatoo kind of thing for people who Notoriously don't stupid bird in Australia as well. It's called a Galar. Yeah, if you're an yeah. idiot in Australia, you're a Galar. Pretty much, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, very much so. All right. Well, what else is happening other than us trying to work out the true secret messages from Montaigne? Oh, my God. Maybe she's done the MK Ultra on oh, us. God. Um, what else is happening in the news this week? Well, we also had an announcement out of North Macedonia. We have another returning artist from 2020, and I think a lot of people are happy about this one. Vasil is back again. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this one, Dale? Great. I really, really, yeah. one of the biggest growing songs on me from last year, and I think his live would have been good. He's a great performer. Hmm. Um, I I think, you know, North Macedonia have struggled at times. Obviously, Tomorrow is fantastic, and I think they had a great little artist with Vasil, so no issue there whatsoever. Give him his moment on stage. Bring it on. Yeah, I thought a few people were sleeping on his song last year, and it's nice to see him get another shot. Look, there's no song details at this point. It was just a little bit of an announcement that he'll be returning, but great to see and moving on from north macedonia to israel now the final of our song for eurovision is on well the announcement of it because there is no national final Uh it's been like the worst national final ever let's be honest (laughs) that's that's a big call (laughs) one in 360 happened dale one in 360 (laughs) so anyway there's they went from nine demos to three songs we had the full release of the three songs Uh They will be announced on Monday evening Israel time. The Aussie Vision team voted again out of those three songs, and we had a winner, and it was Set Me Free. This is the same winner from the team as when we had the nine demos. Um, Michael, what do you think of this? I know you didn't vote for it, but do you see the merit in the song and why people chose it? Oh, very much so. For me, this was the kind of safe, obvious choice. It's melodic. It's got a very contemporary kind of sound. Look, I'm just going to be honest. I'm disappointed in Israel this year with the three songs. I think you've got an A-grade artist, and at best, these are B-plus songs. B-plus isn't bad. Yeah, no, I think... Yeah, I don't think it's good enough for Eden, but anyway, um, it's it's a solid it's a solid song. If it it's get picked, and I'm pretty sure it will. Look, yeah, 
I feel like you're calling us who chose a basic because I voted for 73. <laughs> and it is really solid. And I think it shows it showcases her vocal more than the other songs while still being upbeat, being contemporary, a little bit dually polite, but there's these Eastern elements that I really like about the song as well. She appears to like it the most from what we can hear about it. And I think she would do a great job with all three. I actually don't think the selections are bad. I think people are being really harsh on stuff. I don't think these songs are that far off Fekula B. I honestly don't think so. I think they're around the same ilk, maybe not quite as good. And I think she'll smash out a great performance. Certainly still a chance of qualifying. She can make anything work. Mm. Mid jury score, mid telewrite score. Might sneak you through. I've seen worse get through. Not blowing my wig off this one, that's for sure. (laughs) All right, well, we'll we'll find out this week and we'll be talking about it next week, of course. Speaking of which... Portugal, always a bit of a fan favourite. They released the songs from Festival de Consal this week, Dale. All 20 songs. Uh, Interesting bunch, as always. Very eclectic bunch. We've got our sort of heavily traditionally inspired songs, the ones I call sort of Portuguese suffering songs. Mm. um, It's bad enough they're suffering. They make us as well. Um, And then, of course, you've got this year's zeitgeist of 80s vibe and disco influence. And even in there, we've got a little bit of a 60s psychedelic numbers so a bit happening in and out of portugal we did have a quick listen to them today what was your overall impression just a quick one oh look overall there's definitely songs i really like in there and normally when i listen to portugal i kind of have to really kind of pick them out and wait for the lives um if you listen to these think of it as a bell curve it goes up in the middle and then down (laughs) again so stick with it listen there's some real gems in there and I can't wait to see what the Aussie Vision team vote for this week. We'll let you know number one next week. Absolutely. We'll give the team a chance to have a vote, have a listen, and then we'll talk about them more next week. Anyway, out of Portugal, semi-finals on the 20th and 27th of February, and we will be treated to the final, the many, many hours of the final, no doubt, on the 6th of March. Indeed. All right. Well, that brings us up to the week ahead. Quite a busy one, as always. Monday... Um, even Australian time Monday, we get the artists for semi-final three of Melody Grand Prix from Norway, mm-hmm. which would be great. Um, late Monday, probably early morning Tuesday here in Australia, we have the Israel announcement of the winning song. So we'll have our next Eurovision song, number two, after Albania was mm-hmm. released. Um, then we skip ahead to Sunday morning Australian time, Saturday, Saturday night Europe where we have both the Norwegian and Lithuania, well, both semifinals, Norway semifinal three, Lithuania the semifinal, so those who got through the heats. Mm. So they will be performing again. And we have the big one, France. It's Sevuki uh, Deside. Yes. Good. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I think that was kind of right. Um, basically, the French selection. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be finding out the French artists. By this time next week, we're going to know who is going to be representing France. Yeah, really good selection out of France, I think, this year. And I'm looking forward to seeing these come alive on stage. And who knows, somebody might bolt from the pack who's not Barbara. Yeah, well, I was about to say, we're going to wait and see next week when we hear Barbara's representing France. But no, look, I think you never know with the lives. Things have always been a shock before. So let's wait and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And also due to come out by the end of January, which should be this time next week, Mm -hmm. it would be Samantha Tina's song for Eurovision. But sometimes with these song announcements, without a date, there's no guarantee. But we may have Latvia's song as well by the time we talk next week again. Always good to hear the songs coming out. Well, I think that just about wraps up this week. Our customary thank yous to the team there, Dale. 
Yeah, so for research this week, Kyriakos Sinovitz, Guy Hornsey, Ruby Daly, and Laura Smith, plus all the other team who vote and do some articles during the week. As always, make sure you check out Aussie Vision Net for everything they put together. It's been a huge week. Yeah, good stuff, guys. Thanks so much. And you have a great week out there as well. See you later. Bye. Hey, everybody. I know we went through some serious stuff on the podcast today. So if you do need to seek help, we really recommend you do. In Australia, there are some great services. Lifeline 131114 is their phone service. If you're under the age of 25, Headspace is a youth mental health organization. They have um, actual services you can go to in person, as well as online counseling and a phone number, which you can access 1-800-650-890, but also access the other services, headspace.org.au. Loads of other services in Australia. And if you're outside of um, here, Um, please do look up your local support services. It's really important you seek help if you're not feeling great. It's tough times for us all. And uh, just look after yourself and each other. Catch you later.